Good morning. It's 970 WAMD Aberdeen, and this is the Harford Edge, keeping you on the cutting edge of what's new in Harford County and beyond. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Harford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby. The Harford Edge is brought to you each week by your Harford County Public Library. We're so excited today. We're going to be speaking with Patty Parker, President of the Board of Visit Harford, and Greg Pizzuto, Executive Director of Visit Harford. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. Greg, we're going to call you Spider-Man for this show, so as we have Spider-Man and Patty Parker. Here. That's perfect. I like it. I like it. I'll take that. I've never heard that one before. That, that's well, try coming up with a, edge of you. Try coming up with a new variation on Mumby. I've heard them all. Um, okay, I have two things. One that pleased me, one that annoyed me, one that annoys me. Do tell. Let's do the annoying thing first. It is Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> A box of chocolates. Why aren't they all caramels? I agree with you. Is that so hard? <laughs> I think you could actually just buy a box of caramels if you wanted to, Bob. Well, I yeah, mean, but how would they get rid of those acerbic little jelly ones? Right. Then everyone takes a bite yeah. of them and puts back in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the ones that have the marshmallows, yes. like the flavored, like a amaretto marshmallow. You're just like, oh. Yeah. I mean, I got my kids to not interrupt. To put a napkin on their lap for the table, but I could never stop them from sticking their finger in the bottom <laughs> exactly. of the chocolate to investigate. Oh, you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> Still do that. I uh, I've, I've I bought an uh, the candy ultrasound machine for that purpose. <laughs> okay, something that doesn't annoy me. I accidentally had my wife's because uh, I've been drinking tea because of being sick. I had her moon cycle tea <laughs> the other evening. And you enjoyed that? I felt very synchronized <laughs> and adjusted. Tell me about what that is. I don't know what that is. I don't know. It, it has the, the, the uh, etymology of it uh -huh. uh, is all, of the moon okay. is also the etymology of, uh, of another word that describes a periodic process okay. um, that a woman undergoes. Very um, nice when she's that was very she's ovulated she's Apology. ovulated and there has been no there's been no fertilization okay right okay and it's okay. basically the cleaning out the shop for another sale she's gonna <laughs> <laughs> so you feel cleaned out and ready for another sale uh, yes so your moon is in the third horizon yes now. and i'm taking everything in stride there you go that's a lie though Alrighty. I'm sure she adores you sharing that. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, well, right. Uh, I didn't mention her name. Right. I'm sure. Good point. Well, there Probably you go. Probably hardly anybody knows her. Right. right. And it was a full box because she doesn't need it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's another piece that of share. Oh, no, no. Because of her demeanor. Uh oh, oh, okay. Not because right. of any other okay. things. Right. No All biological right. or medical things. <laughs> All right. All right. That have taken place. All right. All right. Ever. You, you might want to stop. <laughs> That's like the um, <laughs> a friend of mine always tells a joke, and this is again nothing personal, but he said, um, I, I think I had a fraudulent fraudulent slip the other day, and I said, what happened? He said, my wife asked me, I meant to say to my wife, please pass the toast, and I said, you ruined my life. <laughs> okay, enough of that. Enough, yes. 
I think we're going to do trivia. And I have two, I have two uh, black belt level trivians. You guys ready? Holy See, cow. I talked a lot of junk about trivia, and now you're going to ask me something. I'm going to be like yellow. I don't know the answer. Right. So well, the this is going to go right down here quick. If your eyes are uh, up to speed, no, no, I, these are actually not too hard today. We are uh, going into the holidays, so we wanted to. Uh, we want difficult. All right. But I'll tell you, this, today is the 30th anniversary of the invention of Trivial Pursuit. Ah, how appropriate are we then? I knew that Very. too. Just kidding, I totally didn't know. <laughs> okay, let's start with a random trivia question. How many stripes are on the flag of the United States? Thirteen. Correct. Yay! Off to a great start. Which stripe is on the top? Ooh. White. Red. Really? Is there a meaning reason? Yeah, because that? I think if the white stripe was on the top, it would be difficult to see it. What they were doing, they were designers. From they the were. So do I get a prize? I, I you know, I that was that. that was excellent. Yeah, okay, you. why, why, why are um, um, why is? No, what? no, no. You don't ask the questions here. <laughs> we can. Yeah, we can. can. We can. We, we're allowed. <laughs> the, and then the, I have one when you're done. Okay. The national seal, that uh, that um, Ben Franklin, and a, a committee adopted. Um. The eagle was holding um, 13 of one thing in one talon and 13 of something else in another talon. One is wheat, isn't it? Like, no, no, but it's a plant. I believe okay. it's an olive branch. Yes. Uh, and I believe the other one are arrows. Correct. Wow. We, yes, but, nerd. But we, <laughs> you get the rest of the day off. That's impressive. Perfect. Well, no, I thought well, you were going to ask like Selena Gomez questions. <laughs> we have some of those. Okay, go ahead. All right. What is the name of Mickey Mouse's dog? Yeah, see? See? See, now I, you know. You I know that out like you really knew it, too. Yeah. Uh, well, Pluto. <laughs> we should all know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was an easy one, actually. That's why I was wondering if I was right, because I'm like, that's, you know. It came to mind too quickly. Okay, switching gears to science. What is the common name for the third and final set of molars that most people develop? Wisdom teeth? Correct. Yay! Correct. We, we got this. We yeah. develop them and then we have them yanked out. Yeah. <laughs> Both processes is painful. It's like the um, what is that other thing that's always taken it? The gallbladder. Mm -hmm. Appendix. Appendix. Gallbladder. Do you think that evolution will eventually move out the um, wisdom tooth? I don't know. That's a good question. It'll take millions that. of years, though. Bob, get on that research for us. I will get back <laughs> to you. Next time you're on the show, we'll have Okay, a... <laughs> I want a full report. There you go. I watched the great show last night about the um, the Cambrian, uh, the um, the meteor shower that hit the U.S., mm. the U.S., the world, 65 million years ago. It's amazing. Mm. Wow. Okay, music. Which famous American musician was fatally shot by his father on April 1st? 1984. Marvin Gaye. Gay. Correct. Correct. Nice job, Patty. Marvin Gaye. Mm -hmm. My, uh, my first, my, well, my first husband's name was Marvin, and believe me, I know a lot about Marvin Gaye. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> I bet. You had no choice in that, right? Marvin Gaye was one of the best. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. The teddy bear was named after what famous American politician? 
Teddy, Teddy Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Correct. Oh, good. We're doing well. You are. Okay, this one's food related. What are the three main ingredients in the campfire treat known as s'mores? Marshmallow, graham, cracker, and chocolate. Excellent. Who's the nerd? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, but I know, like, dumb stuff. He's pulling out, like, when you, <laughs> When Greg got it right, nerd. <laughs> now that you're on a roll, she's sitting there, like, uh, you know, I feel like very I satisfied. <laughs> I know. We should get buzzer, Bob. Come on. Shaquille O'Neal retired in 2011 from what sport? Basketball. Basketball. There you go. What college did he go to? LSU. Correct. And he left She's after sophomore or freshman year. I believe it was his sophomore year. Who was the only better collegiate player at LSU than Shaquille? Well, I would say Pistol Pete Maravich. Amen. Amen. Okay, you... I know. <laughs> You're like, we don't even need to be here, Patty. Okay, Patty's, Patty's getting jealous again. I'm out, I'm out on sports. I'm out. <laughs> In what national park would you find the guys are known as Old Faithful? Yellowstone. There you go. You've redeemed yourself. Or in uh, Yogi Bear show, Jellystone. Jellystone. That's right. <laughs> okay, this is the last one for 20 points. Which British author wrote the popular children's novel, James and the Giant Peach? My, is it Milne? No, that's... Come on, Bob. It's, on it's not J.K. Rowling. Nope. It's not no. Cleary. No. No. It's not oh, Raoul Dow. Yes, it is. Ah, oh, yes, very is. good, Bob. Because any, what else did he write? Ronald Dow. Um, the um, Polar Express, uh, the Life at the End of the Sidewalk. That Shel Silverstein. Right. Um, don't tell Wonka. me. Don't tell me. Willy Wonka. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Charlie and the Chocolate Class. Factory. You okay. guys did awesome. Trivia is done. All right. So, what? What? word begins with the letter E, has an E in the middle of it, and ends with the letter E, and only has one letter. Only contains one letter. Um, Starts with E, ends with E, and has E in the middle. And only contains one letter. The word for letter E. Envelope. Uh, wow. <laughs> Wow. Qualify as trivia. <laughs> All right, this being the holiday season. I'm loving this. And you're hanging. We're going to get him on to co host. What, what, what disease do you get when you hang all of your ornaments? Oh, um. Oh. Uh, tinselitis. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Excellent! Did you know that or did you think it through? I just thought it through. Wow. <laughs> My mind He's is been doing a like lot that. of medical research. I'm so putting a lot of, lot of time on that WebMD. Yes. The moonshine tea, yeah. or the moon cycle tea, whatever it was called. Wow, that's I, I like that one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Why is there a piece of fabric? A little piece of fabric that comes with clothes you buy, of the fabric that the clothes are made of. In case you get a hole in it? No. Really? Color matching? Nope. So you could test, test wash it. Like everybody does that. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah, I actually was going to go home and do that today. Yeah. But like throw all your but little, I throw samples. All my little samples away. But I came here instead. It costs more in hot water and uh, energy than it right. does if you ruin the damn And garment. can you really tell from that little sample? I know. I, know. I just give it a whirl and. Mm. 
see what happens. Okay. What do you well, get when you cross a vampire and a snowman? Mm-hmm. Oh, I used to know this one. Frostbite. Oh, man. That's a good I didn't say that's they were excellent. Fun. I just, that's you know. He's bringing this from the elementary school exactly. of uh, riddles, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> okay, how do you top a car? Tap on a brake, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just do this for the whole show? <laughs> okay. We... I don't know if it's fun for everybody that's for the three people that are listening. Oh, no, there's more than that. That's right. Are you out there? <laughs> Everyone out there, send me an email. Honk your horn. Yeah, honk if you're listening. That's right. We're, believe real hard. What was that show with everybody to believe and Santa took off? Elf. Oh, great movie. Okay. I think we're done with that. We're going to do some quick news. And then we have a lot to talk about about our great county. Um, uh, some, speaking of our great county, uh, Upper Chesapeake is, uh, has filed for approvals for their 40-bed psych hospital, and it's going to be a great addition to the landscape and to the health community. And um, uh, if anybody who's fighting this can explain to me why you're fighting it, I would love to hear it. But that, hats off to the health professionals at Upper Chesapeake Health and all that they do and the investments they're making and um, it's great for all of us. That was diplomatic, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Tell me that he's working for you. <laughs> um, he seems very in sync with me. <laughs> yes. And uh, college tuition, unfortunately, uh, is headed higher uh, at HCC. Uh, the HCC president's budget seeks a $3.52% increase for in-county students. Uh, never good. Um, but worth uh, watching and um, something we should all be involved in. And uh, hats off to a lot of the pros at the, the HCC um, for what they do and what they mean to the county. But let's keep an eye on this. Um, it's important. And um, that is all we're going to do news-wise because we have so much to do. All right, then, it's time to take a little break. When we come back, we'll be talking with Patty Parker, president of the Board of Visit Hartford, and Greg Pizzuto, executive director of Visit Hartford. Hartford County Public Library's winter reading program, Eat, Drink, Read, begins December 21st and runs through March 3rd. Adults and teens may sign up for the winter reading program starting December 21st by logging on to hcplonline.org or visiting a local library. Adults are encouraged to read or listen to at least five books. Teens should read or listen to three. Upon successful completion, participants will receive this year's Eat, Drink, Read collectible mug while supplies last. Sponsors of the 2018 Winter Reading Program are Advanced Eye Care, Schaefer, McLaughlin, and Stover, LLC, friends of the Harford County Public Library and Harford County Public Library Foundation. For more information about the Winter Reading Program, log on to hcplonline.org or pick up a copy of the Headlines and Happening newsletter at any of the library's branches. Welcome back. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Hartford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby. This is the Hartford Edge. We're delighted to have Patty Parker, President of the Board of Visit Hartford, and Greg Pizzuto, Executive Director of Visit Hartford, in the studio with us today. And we have so much to talk about. Welcome, you guys. Thanks so much for coming in today. First Thank of all, you for having of us. course, 
tell us who Patty and Greg are. And Greg, you tell us who Patty is. And Patty, you tell us who Greg <laughs> that would make is. It interesting. <laughs> wow. Wow. That Depends would on make the day of the week what you might get. Did you have your tea today? I have my moon cycle I tea. My I have a whole flask of it. Go ahead. No, no, I thought he was kidding. <laughs> I am kidding. Okay, good. Okay, good. He folds his arms. Look at the body language. He's like, go ahead. Give him my bio. Well, Patty took a knife out of her boot, so. Okay, Patty, you go first. Um, well, I'm currently the president of Visit Harford. I were my real job. I'm the director of sales and marketing for Hilton, and I'm a longtime resident of Harford County, a lifetime resident of Harford County. Your whole life. My whole life. Not yet. Well, that is true. I can anticipate based on my. Uh, I'm actually five generations Harford County. Oh wow. Yeah. Sometimes I didn't even realize that until I started to ask people. I'm like, how many again? <laughs> but um, so I've just I've been in the county, and I'm just you know. Do, you, you wrote a better bio about me. I can't talk about myself. I'm just not used to it yet. Well, well do you, do you want to you want to, want us to help you? Yes, Bob, please. Um, tell where did you go to school? I went to Bel Air. Bel Air High. Yeah, of okay. course. <laughs> So you were the first graduating class in the new building? No. Yeah. Um, yes. Yes. Yes, okay. yes I was. Okay. <laughs> and um, how did you end up in um, the hospitality industry? You know, I started in hospitality when I was probably 17 at a hotel. Um, and I, I just took to it. And mm -hmm. I learned all the different, you know, components of it. And I got with a management company. And they started sending me places because I was young and relatively... Mm -hmm dumb and was like oh okay i'll go do go to work wherever hours right so day. i you know i transferred to las vegas and i started to help opening hotels and training people what, there. what, what are you looking for sympathy no no well, no <laughs> but you know and i got i was able to travel and, and see a lot of different hotels and a lot of different operations and how they go i got mm -hmm. some food and beverage i got some um resort experience and i really it's something that i enjoy and it's something that is not going to go away. It's one of those mm -hmm. industries that, you know, <laughs> is, is pretty secure as far as, I mean, beyond competition is a pretty secure industry to be in. And, uh -huh. well, we thank you for uh, applying that knowledge and experience to uh, um, adding so much more in economic activity and, and uh, uh, p people visits to the county by working with Visit Hartford. I'm going to jump in here a minute, Bob, because Patty is um, being a little humble. Okay. Um, Patty has been uh, very instrumental in tourism here in Hartford County. She um, was an early proponent and um, driver of putting through the uh, hotel lodging revenue. And I believe Hartford County, in my mind, must have been one of the last counties in the country that didn't have a hotel tax. Amen. Tax. Um, and it was it, definitely you know, state. Definitely right. State, and, yeah. and and for the little bit of you know the small percentage that is collected from visitors to our county or people going through our county that stay in our facilities, um, that money has been parlayed by um, county government into helping a lot of other nonprofit organizations, not just Visit Hartford. I think this year they gave out some somewhere around 30 different uh, nonprofit organizations that received money. Um, so I think that's very positive that what Patty put through. And, and as part of that, she um, 
spearheaded turning Visit Hartford, um, beginning Visit Hartford. We're a <coughs> nonprofit organization that is headquartered in Bel Air. We're recognized by the State Office of Tourism as a destination marketing organization, and our mission is to um, have people come to Hartford County, stay longer, spend more money, and go home. Um, okay. That's what we are all about. Mm -hmm. So um, that's kind of a... When you think of it, it's the perfect industry. They, they come in, they spend money in our restaurants and our hotels, and then they go to their house. It's like grandchildren. Right. It's really like grandchildren. <laughs> and we don't have to build a school for them, and we don't have to build a road for them, and we don't need to... It's It's... It's a win-win. Mm -hmm. Tourism is always going to be a win-win. And we give them a heck of a lot more for their money than Delaware Absolutely. gives up for us for that toll for right, right, for Correct. blinking for ten miles while we drive through that state. Yeah, <laughs> we shouldn't have to pay for that. <laughs> so, Greg, tell us about yourself. You have a quite a um, an interesting path well, to have gotten here. Yes, um, you know, business background, business degree, born and raised in the Midwest, um, in Ohio, don't hold that against me, um, but it grounded me in values and, and work ethic, um, and, you know, from there, I uh, was with PricewaterhouseCoopers, doing some consulting work, and then I decided to... Um, pay back a little bit so I actually got into sports and sports tourism ended up joining a Chicago White Sox affiliate a minor league baseball affiliate in North Carolina and then I moved to Hartford County and um, I came here to work for the college we uh, under my watch there I was a general manager of the APG Federal Credit Union Arena and uh, we opened it and were very successful uh, and while I was there Patty um, approached me about joining the advisory board for tourism, which I did, um, became involved in that. And when the executive director role came open at Visit Hartford, when it became a nonprofit organization, um, threw my hat in the ring, and here we are. So um, loving my job. Um, I tell people I've got one of the only jobs where you can tell people where to go and you mean it. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't, get, and they don't get annoyed. Exactly, exactly. Um, but I do have one complaint. Okay. Here you're we not, go. You're not being grammatically or syntax-wise correct. The name of the organization, you should say, Visit Hartford! <laughs> That is true. That, that is pesky true. exclamation What is like the uh, top of the bagel, bagel, top of the muffin to you from Seinfeld. So. Okay, I got that out of my system. I thought of that on the way in. was very proud of it. So um, tell us uh, uh, some of the things that uh, that you all do to, and you, you do it so well because we're so aware, um, more aware than we've ever been of what's going on and what's coming up. Well, I think, Bob, one of our, one of our, you know, our mission and one of our challenges in convincing people in the county and those we work with, our role is not to put on events or put people in seats. Our role is to market other people's events and other people's activities, and we tend to do that outside of the state. So if somebody is having an event... Um, we're trying to bring people here and put them in our hotel rooms. So we look at, we have, we, we define tourists as three different flavors. There's those outside of Maryland, 
those, those inside of Maryland, and there's those in Harford County. And there are a lot of people in Harford County that aren't aware of all the offerings that we have. Mm -hmm. So we try to touch them, and we try to touch the state, but our main focus is on outside of the state and having people come and stay in our hotels um, and, and enjoy the amenities that we have. So that's kind of a challenge for us because, you know, we're trying to make sure that um, people are supporting these other uh, events that are going on and venues that are going on, and sometimes people locally get the impression that we're, we're the ones that are um, selling tickets, and that's that we are indirectly, but that's not our that's not our main focus. Okay. An and important add-on to that is, you know, you're talking about the three different flavors. The flavor of somebody that's in the county, Bob. If you go to Ladue, you're a tourist. Mm -hmm. By the definition of tourism, you're a tourist. You're a visitor. You don't live there. I mean, maybe you do. I don't know. But, I mean, if let's assume for the case of argument that I you don't. I go to do when Elizabeth tells me there's a good band playing there. There you go. <laughs> there you so, go. in that respect, you're a tourist. And, you know, when you go to the barbecue bash, you're counted as a tourist because mm -hmm. that's not somewhere you would ordinarily go or live. Mm -hmm. And so, when you, what people think tourists, you know, much like Greg said, it, out of the out-of-state component is the part that we really focus on. Mm -hmm. But we look at the inside the community as well <coughs> because they are also tourists. Mm -hmm. I'm a tourist right now here in the radio station. Thanks for coming. <laughs> in, the, in the farm country of Aberdeen. Mm -hmm. Right, right. <coughs> Excuse me again out there for this remnants of my cold. So With the I rocky really, road out front, I felt like we were kind of in the tundra, mm -hmm. so it was uh, more visitor go. than usual. I thought that would uh, jar the, uh, the cold out of me. <laughs> uh, we're going to jump around a little bit here. Let's, let's talk right away about something coming up in July of 2018, because it's very exciting. What is that? It is exciting. In, in July of 2018, we have a Bassmaster Elite Fishing Tournament coming to Hartford County. This is the, the top pro anglers from around the world. There are fishermen, anglers from Jap Japan that will be here, as well as all over the country. Um, we haven't really started to promote it much yet, but I will tell you that we are already getting inquiries. We, we received an email and phone call this week from people in California that are coming. Um, and again, that's why we're doing this large event. Um, this is kind of stepping outside of... Our normal role, you know, we talked about we don't hold events, we don't host events, but this one we have elected to do. Um, we presented this opportunity to the Board of Directors of Visit Harford, who wholeheartedly jumped in on this thing. Uh, right now, the fishing, the the anglers will uh, put their boats in and take them out and have it a grace. And then um, we will be having the weigh-ins at uh, Ripken Stadium in Aberdeen. Um, and I will tell you that... For those of you who have not experienced this, these anglers are competing for a $100,000 first place prize. They're boats. Uh, somebody came in a couple weeks ago and helped us film some uh, video that we're going to be using as we get closer to the event. His boat alone was probably worth $100,000. I mean, these, are, these people are serious about fishing, and we expect to um, bring a lot of people to Hartford County for this event. One of the things I love about this is so many room nights and economic activity starting now because don't these anglers come out to play the course 
uh, yeah. ahead of time. And, <laughs> it's a good way to put it, yes, uh, yes. And uh, that, what it does for the marine, retail marine industry here, and uh, the commercial marine industry, not to mention restaurants. And, uh, you are right on point, Bob. These people have already started to show up. They are paying the fees down at the marina. They are eating in the restaurants. Um, they're staying in the hotels already, uh, and that will continue. <laughs> Uh, as we go throughout the year, then on, uh, there's 111 anglers that will be coming to town. That also means 111 marshals because there's always a, uh, a judge or watch person in the back of each boat. They're not allowed to fish, but they make sure that the um, uh, angler is not, you know, didn't pre-catch fish and is trying to cash them in as they caught them that week. Um, but they are there, so that's uh, 222 people, if my new math is correct, mm -hmm. that will be coming and staying in our hotel rooms, um, and they will start showing up on Sunday of that week. The tournament is actually Thursday to Sunday. They'll come the Sunday before, staying in hotels, eating in the restaurants, um, participating in all the other activities and venues that we have here locally. So um, we are anticipating the last... Um, Bassmaster Elite Tournament that was held near us was in 2015 in Cecil County, and I believe the economic impact numbers they showed were uh, uh, about $2.5 million for that week um, and around that tournament. Wow. Oh, that sounds, um, that even sounds conservative. Um, when you start to think about it. And, Bob, I believe it is because we're also trying to put together, uh, as part of this, it's not just fishing, but around the weigh-ins, we're going to have a family festival. So we're going to put together, um, you know, there'll be booths from local people that can go and set up and, and um, highlight what they have and sell some product. And this will be at the things. stadium as well? This will be at Ripken Stadium in the parking lot. So we're, <clears throat> we're looking at what could possibly be four days of a festival. Um, and the other key component is that is the Ironbirds are playing th uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday of that weekend. They will have a lot of people there. They will sell out the stadium. I believe they're going to be doing fireworks, and we're going to tie in the anglers with some of the pre pre-game activities and in-game activities. Might there even be a name change? There might be a name change. We are working on that. It was almost like he was fed in advance. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I just, I mean, this is fascinates me, and I, I, it's so great for all of us. That's why I, I follow it. I, when, the, when the Ironbirds changed their name to the Aberdeen Steam Crab last year, I mean, they were getting selfies from people in Japan with a hat, and ESPN picked it up. Mm -hmm. Sports Illustrated did a feature on it. We, we are hoping for the same type of publicity, and we think we'll get that from the ESPN folks. The, the, the Bassmasters weigh-in will be shown on ESPN2, um, so that will automatically get us coverage, um, but also they do live streaming. They have over a million social media followers on for Bassmasters, um, but we um, certainly uh, expect for the major uh, networks to pick this up as well, especially with the tie-in with the Ironbirds. And, and you can't find a better partner than Matt Slade is the GM and his great team at the Ironbirds. Um, they just, they don't stop uh, as far as uh, pitching in and making that place just a great place for the community. Great organization. Um, as a really whole. Is. So we're very lucky to have them, extremely lucky. And we want to keep them. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Doing what they do. I did, did you see the um, charity, the community? I 
I have the seen list that. The of, list of things that Ripken has contributed to. Just in the first year since they decided to do that. Because one thing, you know, they've been around a long time, but there maybe have been some years where the Ironbirds Agreed. were not fantastically managed. Agreed. Um, uh, through no fault uh, of anyone. But um, this Matt Slade, who they brought in as a GM from the Dodgers organization, uh, he also had training with Jerry Reinsdorf, I believe, who you... Um, Yep. No, well, yep. He's I mean, got he's got great perspective. And oh, and his team, it's, and it's he's just on amazing. It. He so. is. He's a great partner. And you know, he's been here less than a year. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think people forget that, but mm -hmm. he has actually I turned mean, that organization into be <clears throat> externally focused. Uh, I know he's got a lot of oars in the water internally as well, but they are doing so much more in the community, Bob. They, and I they think never that say no. Point. No, mm -hmm. they never say yeah. no. Uh -huh. They added the um, the movie nights last yes, year. That I think it was four four dates that they had movies that were community oriented and were I think they were free to they were free yep. they were free yep. right were. And with uh, a, a, a screen and scoreboard that they invested seven hundred thousand dollars in mm -hmm. I'm on the board of Char Hope mm -hmm. they've done so many things for awareness and for our our girls the library, library. Leslie yep, absolutely. race against Great. child abuse everywhere mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, boys and boys and girls clubs and walks mm -hmm. and things Alzheimer's like that. walks mm -hmm. So, questioning a There's little a bit about... There's a list somewhere. I'm mm -hmm. sure it's going to be public record, or, but I mean, it's a, it's a, there's a lot of events that, that they run, and they always pick up the phone. If you call and you need something, you're going to get a response. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's sometimes... The minor league baseball is about to a community. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. While we're on that, talk about that bigger picture, sports tourism, um, uh, tournaments... Uh, minor league baseball, Ripken Experience, Cedar Lane. Sports stuff tourism like that. in this county is huge. It's huge. It's you know it sustains the hotels. I mean, when you see hotels going up, it's not because um, APG is growing. It's because you know they're seeing the need with this with the different sports facilities. And you know we want to try to you know advocate for those being enhanced, for those growing. Um, Cedar Lane runs uh, i think i counted yesterday he gave me an updated list i think he has 21 events next year which for them starting off with you know eight they've really grown and they and that's not just one day events no, with like 18 yeah they have a couple things that are happening midweek which i really appreciate <clears throat> because i know midweek mm -hmm. is always a you know good time to help with the with a little boost in uh, in occupancy for hotels and restaurants but um, it, it you like I said before, you can't lose with with sports tourism, because and and you where we are located in the country, where we're located in the state, is so ideal for yes. sports facilities, mm -hmm. because we're right on ninety five. Mm -hmm. We have the accessibility. We're close enough, and we could pull from those New York, New Jersey teams mm -hmm. yep. that Ripken certainly does. Mm -hmm. We pull from Virginia. We pull, you know. And we're not so congested like some of the Richmond tournaments mm -hmm. and things like that. Those can get a little out of hand. Mm -hmm. We just we have the ideal scenario for enhanced tourism, sports tourism in this area. Mm -hmm. We have over 2,700 hotel rooms in Hartford County. And that is really because of sports tourism. It's public knowledge, I will, I will say it here. We did a, a sports tourism economic impact study and the economic impact to Hartford County 
on an annual basis is over $40 million in, from sports tourism. That's supporting a lot of jobs. Wow. That's supporting a lot of um, businesses between hotels and restaurants and you know, <clears throat> museums and everywhere else that they have an economic impact while they're here. Because, Bob, you're right. They come in for four days or three days, and if, you know, lacrosse might get 220 teams in for a weekend tournament, and you're talking about 20 people per team, and then you're talking families and coaches, mm -hmm. and, I mean, the numbers just keep going up and up and up. And um, sports tourism is, is not something we want to see um, go down in Hartford County, and so we're doing everything we can to help promote sports tourism for Hartford County. I looked at that study, and the multipliers are really reasonable. A lot of times, those studies, the multipliers are a little bit of a stretch, but they the, were they were conservative, if anything. The the advocacy also comes in with we do have fields here. Um, we Cedar Lane has thirteen. Mm -hmm. 13 fields, they have an overflow over at Carson's Run that they use. Obviously, Ripken has, mm -hmm. um, you know, a good setup over there at their amateur side. But the, but we're seeing more and more people, and, and you can look, you can Google it, Google it. There's many reports that are being done about people that are taking big pieces of land and are just throwing these mm -hmm. humongous facilities, and people mm -hmm. are going to it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I hate the saying, you know, if you build it, they will come. But it really has come true in this instance, mm -hmm. and nothing is is more um, symptomatic of that than when we saw, as hotels, we saw, you know, the market drop and, you know, everything kind of, when it got bad, the only thing we did not lose were Ripken tournaments. Because people still will travel with their kids, mm -hmm. and for whatever reason, and whether or not you agree with, you know, everybody thinking that their son or daughter is going to be the next, you know sports legend right. or not, they still continue to put money into that for their children. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know that I still, you know, if, if money's tight, we still put our son, I still put my son in baseball and my, mm -hmm. you know, you just, that's just become part of raising children is mm -hmm. making sure that they go to these things. So people don't cut that out of their budget. Mm -hmm. Plus, I, you know, I, personally speaking, we get probably two, three calls a year from friends. We're from New York originally and went to school in New Jersey and have friends all up that and down is the like East Ripken Coast. Land up there. Mm -hmm. They all come from down there. <laughs> uh, uh, and I'll get three calls a year mm -hmm. from old friends, college buddies, uh -huh. uh, relatives. Hey, my son, my, my daughter, my granddaughter is in a tournament uh, in Hartford County. Let's stop by. And they and they I they say, now I know where you live when you say you live in Hartford <laughs> County. You can't put a price on that. No, no. And That's it is. Great. It's it's amazing. And there are people, and I see them from the hotel. They travel. We've I've had the same team travel from northwestern um, Washington State. They have come every year for six years. Wow. That is oh, because they want to come to this specific tournament. It fits whatever right. they're... And I don't begin to understand right. all the logistics of who they're playing or whatever, but that's telling mm -hmm. that you know mm -hmm. it's a huge investment for a family. Yeah, to travel <laughs> yeah. like that. I I don't know that I'm not uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> I I appreciate their um, sure. 
their convictions on that, but I don't know that I would be that mom. They'd be like, yeah. okay. I thank my kids all the time that they weren't interested in sports or good at them because it probably saved me about 11,000 hours of car and gas time. Yeah. And, you know, when you think about the baseball piece of it, a lot of these sports now are timed to an hour. Baseball mm-hmm. isn't. That's so right. you don't know what you're in for when you when you get out there. That's great. Um, we want to talk about uh, other events coming up and for the holidays. But before we do that, uh, give us a rundown on uh, House of Cards as it uh, started filming again. House of Cards has announced they will be filming again. There's actually a, um, there will be a um, uh, call for potential actors again in January. I believe it's going to be in Bel Air at the Armory on the 13th of January. Um, So they are ramping back up. They will start filming again uh, in early January if they haven't already because the studio is obviously available. Mm -hmm. Um, But yes, they they are starting their final season. Um, How, Sans which, Spacey. So what are they going to do? Like if Frank Underwood has gone on a sabbatical or something? I, you know, that will be interesting to see how that plays out. I don't know out. how they're going to transition know. that. I don't know. Because, you know, at the, at the end of last year, she was elected president and he was out. I didn't watch and the last so, episode. Oh, there you go. You got to catch up. You got to catch up. Um, so Spoiler, that's you have three are. months. Right. It's ruined. I know. Right. Um, so, oh, by the way, Kennedy was shot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta add that to my trivia. Yeah, and go. the Cardinals beat the Yankees in the '64 World Series. <laughs> Tim McCarver hit a grand slam. Hey, I'm only a couple months behind. <laughs> right? Yeah. Really <laughs> okay. Go ahead. We so, so the filming is is ramping back up, and they will start. And uh, you know, that's that's been a. That's been a uh, large economic impact to the county as well and and the region, Um, not only for um, what it brings, but, you know, there's a lot of ancillary businesses from, you know, the secondhand shops to carpet stores to, you know, lighting places to the paint stores that, that they use the um, trades exactly they're they're hiring a lot of people and um you know i know that the county and and others maryland film institute is working on trying to bring another um production crew back in here especially because these two warehouses that house of cards is using are certainly set up to um to be able to use uh for other production crews Mm -hmm. yeah so it's ready and waiting. Yep, yep, you know? yep. It is. Uh, it is. It is coming. Well, fantastic. And um, we have some other things uh, coming up. I can't, I'm uh, my favorite. One of my favorite things: the holiday stuff coming up. Yes, that you guys are featuring. Yes. So you know, one of the unique ones that I don't think people pay enough attention to is Ice World. Ice World is doing a Disney themed. Um, uh, ice show. It's called It's a Magical World. Uh, it is coming up. Um, uh, it starts this weekend. Uh, and it's $6 to go there. But, you know, starting right before the Winter Olympics show up in um, February, I think this is going to be a great opportunity uh, yeah. to kind of tie in and, and take your family to, uh, <laughs> to see some skaters performing to uh, Disney themed environment. Mm hmm. 
So that's one item that's coming up. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. Also, um, you know, the, let's talk a little bit about the Opera House and Have It a Grace, the remodeled Opera House. They are doing some fantastic things down there. I actually went last weekend and saw the radio broadcast oh, of It's a Wonderful Life. It was very good. It was fun to see them do the side, the uh, sound effects uh -huh. and how they put that together and the splashing in the water, you know, when when uh, when they jump into the, to the river. Um, but this weekend is also the Polar Express. Uh, they're showing mm -hmm. that film. They're doing a lot of film showings this uh, this month, as well as I think they're doing um, Holiday Inn. Uh, it happened on Fifth Avenue. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. had the, so yeah. it's a lot of different yeah. a lot of different events down so there. So proud of the folks in having a great state. They, they conceived this opera house thing. They executed it. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of talk. Not a lot of years. No salaries paid. It was nope. all volunteer. Just nope. <coughs> really great. They've done a they've done a wonderful job mm -hmm. down there. Have it a Grace really rallies around Have it a Grace and the events and the activities down there and um, you know they they do some wonderful things down there and the opening of that and renovating the opera house has been fantastic for mm -hmm. the area. Um, also, that Stepping Stone Museum um, they're doing a children's Christmas tea. Um, and it's funny because if you look at their write-up, they talk about bring your favorite adult with you. So they kind of are pitching it to the kids to come out for the Christmas tea. So um, I, I like that twist on that program. Um, so that, that will be interesting. And there's a whole host of other activities. There's a Fireside Saturday at Hartford Vineyard and Winery. That's uh, this Saturday. They are focused on, um, they've got a musician in from Baltimore. She'll be doing some music up there. Um, and you can do tastings and other things while you're there. Um, so I encourage people to get out and enjoy that. And if you're um, more interested in outdoor events, Eden Mill, Anita Sea Light Estuary, and others are doing various activities um, surrounding the outdoors. Uh, uh, there's some feeding the critters and, uh, and other events that are going on at the locations, um, as well as others. And then, you know, who can forget on New Year's Eve... Have it a grace. We're back to have it a grace again. They do their annual duck drop. So if you haven't witnessed that, it's always a fun thing to do. Um, that is put on by the Susquehanna Hose Company. It's kind of a fundraiser for them. That starts at 10 o'clock on New Year's Eve. I believe it's at the middle school. Um, and so that's always a, a, a fun time up there. Fantastic. Just fantastic. And lastly, um, I, I do want to ask, because, well, you know, the... One of the elephants in the room is what we're dealing with right now with the uh, the status of um, the stadium and 2018 activities. And I am confused. A lot of people are confused. And I want to just tell you what, what I, I've, I've just been looking at numbers. And we keep on hearing one thing that has cost $5 million to the city of Aberdeen over the past five years. It costs a million a year. Um, it costs 7% of the budget. It costs two to $300 per homeowner and taxes. And I realized what was missing from all that uh, rhetoric was the revenue side. Mm -hmm. Right. And what don't I understand? Because I just took a quick look, you know, because it behooves all of us to be educated on this, because 
This is so critical. It's, it's a lot of information getting thrown from a lot of different directions. Right. And we really need to weed out the the in you the rumor from the truth because we need this needs to be done in an educated way, not just Right. And here's some of the numbers I see from just looking at uh, on the Aberdeen website. Uh, I, I see that hotel tax um, is over two million. That's uh, the city has received. State grants, stadium related, is uh-huh. is about a million over the past six years. From what I could see, right? I know when it was built, Ripkins put in five six million. Right, there was investment from a few. Parties. The state put in, and the county put in five six seven million. The A and A revenue is over seven hundred thousand since the past five years because. The, the number being used is it cost the the people of Aberdeen five million over the past They're five years. They're just posting the red. They're not posting the black. Right. Mm-hmm. The, the, what the Ripkins have paid uh, is sixty five, fifty eight, one seventy, two thirty, two ninety, close to four hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. So the amusement and admission is over seven hundred thousand. There's another three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight hundred thousand in ground lease principal and interest. So all of that revenue is, is over $6 million. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And the expenses I see is like operating expenses about 200 and change, construction and maintenance about um, a million one. Then I see that uh, Tufton has invested $2 million in capital. Seven hundred, which in the past year for that scoreboard, and so what? What? So what? What am I missing? I don't think it's that you're missing it. I think it's that it's not being put out there, and uh, and I respect the Tufton Group for kind of trying to not let this, you know, get out of hand, and a, and a he said, she said, and a they, and a though, and whatever. Um. But I think that facts need to start to be released, and it can't just come from one um, from one side. And you know, I, there have there is a current offer on the table, you know, from for mediation to have them come to the table with Aberdeen and try to figure something out. It's it's a ticking clock. It's it's unfortunate that it's you know it's it's playing out this way. And you know, we encourage we encourage resolution. But we encourage educated resolution and for for it to be based on fact and what's actually happening, not just on, you know, the, the red that they're putting out. The This is what it's costing. This is what it's costing. But, hey, what are you getting? And they're not – there's nothing – that's not coming out. And, you know, I think, you know, you went over the community piece of what's being donated just to the community. That's a huge yeah, piece. And then you add that, you know, they they are receiving hotel tax revenue and they are receiving other, uh, you know, f- other uh, uh, other benefits from it. And it it's it's unfortunate. That so it's what does Aberdeen want? Hmm? What does Aberdeen want? Well, I, I can't speculate on what Aberdeen wants in the end. I mean, I think today there was a article that was just posted and came out today that said that they were looking for somebody to run the events that would eventually buy the stadium. Now, the stadium, as I understand, is not currently for sale because I think there's still some, some logistics that have to be worked out. I just don't... My personal opinion is that I just don't think that 
you know, with what two weeks left before they need to before the the changeover would happen between who would run events. I don't think now's the time to to do nope. that. Well, there, but, nor does the new the new entity have a track record. They have Hartford base. Or, uh, we're we're talking ten days before the end of the year when planning starts for events. I, I do know that they, months you know, ago. I'm going to refer back to the article this morning that was put out, um, and it. It read to me that Aberdeen is not interested in, in working. How I read it was that it, Aberdeen was not looking to work something out with Ripken, that they had other parties that they were looking at. I will tell you, Bob, I was at a um, conference in early November, um, and at least half a dozen people asked me, what is going on in Aberdeen with the stadium? It's not just here, but it's everywhere that people are hearing about this thing. And We've had if, it's, if it's not a black eye, it's becoming a pretty deep bruise. Well, it is. Starting and every, to show. We're all it's acting like, everybody. We're act, well, acting like spectators, but this is us we're talking about. Exactly. With people in the state, right. people in the business community. It's going to make them think twice what kind of an environment, right. how fertile is Hartford? Right. Um, well, to work with, a, and how constructive are they? And if you talk about, you know, you mentioned events. When you talk about booking events, anybody that has a venue that can tell you that will tell you that they're probably booking events in 2020. Sure. So 2018 events are kind That's of done. gone, right? right? So I mean, you might get some, but your big events, your weddings, your conventions, you know, other things that go into that space. It's going to be very difficult to put events into Ripken Stadium in 2018, and 2019 is starting to go away. So we encourage both parties to get together and come to a resolution because it's it's hurting us, and um, we need them. We, and, we want them. And by the way, Aberdeen, we're happy to have you on the show. We'd love to, to just so we can get the, the right numbers out there that uh, so... So everyone, everyone benefits when the right numbers. If right. you and want to tell us what the numbers are, tell us, and we're happy to discuss it. With and we you. don't have, we're not, you know, contractual litigators or anything like that. So, and we don't, we're not trying to get into that arena. We're just trying to look at what, from face value, what we're seeing and going. You know, this is not good for our whole community, and we have to stop looking at the municipalities like they're this bubble that just exists somewhere else. We're all part of one county, so it's not an island. No man is an island. No, and I think the head-scratcher for me is, and you asked the question before, and I don't think any of us have the answer to that, is why is Aberdeen doing this? What do they want out of this? I don't know. I yeah. mean, I, I, I've gone to a meeting um, where Mayor McGrady was talking to some folks, and and there wasn't any compelling thing other than he says it costs tax taxpayers money but when you look at the numbers that are readily available in the public it's not really costing them and you don't a municipality doesn't own a minor league ballpark or a park or anything to make money mm -hmm. you, you have it as an amenity right. for your citizens to right. use and, and to bring people to the area it's not there to make money off of it but I see the cash flow being positive over the past I, five and a half years Aberdeen I'd love to have Aberdeen explain how it's not. And the other thing, I have a financial background, and 
the debt service, I finally look, decided to look into the debt service. It's, I think, 587000 this year. Um, actually, it, the, the number that's been, it's 589000 But 535000 is principal payments. So the interest expense is only 54000 So that is going towards equity, that principal. It's going to uh, reduce the debt. Uh, the debt on an asset uh-huh. that may and is worth anywhere from ten to 15, eighteen million. Uh-huh. So it's also going to equity on Aberdeen's balance sheet. Correct. So the other thing I it, it, selling it for a dollar is that something that's been thought out? If this thing has <laughs> has had millions of equity contributed to it, now that, it's not a monetizable. I think that was just kind of a, a, a little bit of a, you know, shiny ball kind of, a, we're going to sell it for a dollar okay. kind of thing. That's what I, I think. Oh, I will okay. tell you one, um, one quick thing when we talk about it affecting the whole county. It's affecting our lacrosse tournaments as well, which is a totally unas- unaffiliated, you know, facility. We have tournament directors calling um, the director over there and saying, well, is this going to affect our use sure. of of some fields in Aberdeen? Because when you see something, you know something's going on in Aberdeen. Right. Instability is instability. People is. don't they don't discern, mm-hmm. and it's it, it it's it's not a good thing for our county. It's mm-hmm. not putting us where we need to go. It's it's messing up our trajectory. We need to have it figured out. Well, that's why I think it's great that people are getting involved. I'd like everyone to be involved. Everyone to be at the table because I love our county government. So what do people do a lot of times? Because I am following a lot more closely because I'm scared to death at what's coming down the pike. Um, what do we do? Who do we call? Who do we let know? Who do we ask what the real story is? Who I do think, we spur to action? I think the citizens of Aberdeen really need to understand and and have a good grasp of what of the numbers and the distri- the distribution of dollars and how that's playing out. And then I think that they need to be able to be engaged in the process. Okay. I mean... I, I think the more people that are informed and engaged, and, and I don't know which way it will fall. I mean, there there may be something in there that I don't know about. I, I don't know. I just want, I, I think we in general just want what's best for sports tourism in the county. We want to we grow sports tourism in the county. And I feel that Ripken has done a lot of things in the past that would put them first at that table mm-hmm. to making that happen. And speaking of great institutions, we have some awesome events coming up at the library, and I wanted to build upon your the Polar Express and the Opera House. Um, we are neighbors in Habit in um, Habit of Grace, and we have partnered on a wonderful event tomorrow, and it's called an Old Fashioned Holiday on Union Avenue. And so the first part of the day is a Polar Express movie at the Cultural Center at the Opera House. And then children and adults can scoot on over to the library, and we're going to have photos with Santa. We're going to have treats. We're going to have snow. Um, It's going to be a wonderful time for for everyone. Um, Music, crafts, that'll be a great morning. And then for the adults in the evening, we're uh, kind of doing the same layout. We're going to partner with the Opera House and show White Christmas at the Opera House. And then take your ticket across the street. And you can enjoy a party at the library. We're going to have um, Bing Crosby there. We're going to have dancing. Um
love it. Will there be wow. cake, cake and wine? I don't know that there'll be cake and wine, but... Can I hear a little bit more about how you're going to have Bing Crosby there? Well, <laughs> I think it's a cutout of Bing Crosby uh, okay. or someone dressing up as Bing Crosby. I just wanted to clarify that we weren't taking a dark uh, no, angle on No, we are not on. taking a dark hey. cut at the library. <laughs> what, what about snow? What's the, there'll what? be snow there, too. Do you want to sing the song from White Christmas? No, but, no. I, that I is the weirdest song. <laughs> she washes her hair in yeah. snow. I'm like, the I only thing I could though. sing now in this voice is like Tom Waits or somebody like that. <laughs> so you're gonna have like a snowmaker on. Yes, big we are. Snorkel We're, or something. Yeah, we have a sleigh coming, so it's gonna be a great night. Um, the team's working really hard today to get everything set up. Th this is this is one of the great things about Harford County, mm -hmm. right? The working together, mm -hmm. right? So you're partnering with the Opera House mm -hmm. and the library and putting a putting an event together that ties the two. That's what makes Hartford mm -hmm. County so great is that collaboration um, and that working together to mm -hmm. make. It's, it, it almost goes back to Shrek, right? You got all those layers. And oh, you're yeah. peeling back the yeah, layers. And right? The more layers you have, the better off this is. Absolutely. And, you know, Mary Hassler is <coughs> She hears an idea and she immediately thinks how the library mm -hmm. can partner and help and augment it and, and make it better. I'm not it. saying this because it's her show, but uh -huh. when I grew up, I want to be Mary Hassler. She's a rock star. True, she is. <laughs> well, I think I always tell Mary, I think if we pull down the zipper, like eight of you would walk out. Uh -huh. yeah. It's yeah. true. Um, it's true. And then another big event we have coming up next week is the beginning of our winter reading program. Um, that starts Thursday, July 21st. And it runs through Saturday, March 3rd. It's for teens and adults. Um, teens are encouraged to read three books. Adults are encouraged to read five. And at the end of your reading of those books, you turn in your little log or you do it online and you get a wonderful mug while supplies last. Um, the theme this year is Eat, Drink, Read. We have a lot of amazing programs happening around that theme. They're all food-related. Um, one of our branches is showing uh, the movie Julia Julia, which is a great movie. That will be at the Aberdeen Library, staying on topic with Aberdeen. On Saturday, January 20th, we have a lot of books on tap programs where we partner with local restaurants. We go and have a book discussion at the restaurant, which is really a very popular program for us. Um, and we just have a lot of great things coming up. Speaking of that food theme, yes. let's not forget that January 19th to the 28th is Harford County Restaurant there Week. There you go. So grab a book, go do one of your favorite restaurants, uh -huh. and enjoy Harford County Restaurant Week that week. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. I love that. I love that. And all these events, all the things we have going on, you can log on to hcplonline.org. Click on our winter reading box, and it'll take you to the program page, and you can plan your schedule for the winter months. That's fantastic. And while you're at the computer, it's visitharford.com. You can download an event calendar. You can sign up for the newsletter, um, the destination guide. Correct. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah. And, and the new destination guide for 2018 will come out the first week of January. Okay. Uh, but also, I would encourage you... For free, we have a free app, the Destination Harford app. You can find it in your app store, and it has all of the events and activities and, you know, little fun tidbits, it's, you know, where to go to take fun selfies in Harford County and all kinds of different activities. So you can go there. We'll also have the restaurants participating in Restaurant Week will be out there. Um, and you can certainly go to HartfordCountyRestaurantWeek.com and uh, check out the restaurants. Fantastic.
hcplonline.org, visit hartford.com. We te need 10 hours to talk about everything this, these two groups are throwing <laughs> sure. at us. It's fantastic. We're very Our, busy keeping you busy. <laughs> Amen. All right, guys. Well, um, Bob, are you going to do some thingamabobs today? Or are we I don't think we have okay, time. I think oh, we, you know what? I do, we do have one. Um, <laughs> He'll make time. Um, there is a woman um, that tweets things about her... Oh, her dieting and <laughs> her, um, and she just tweeted a few things. Um, it's not me, is it? <laughs> I wanted to lose 10 pounds this year. Only 13 to go. <laughs> I like that. And she tweeted, I'll save half of this for later. And we laughed and laughed <laughs> and laughed. I entered what I ate today into my new fitness app, and it just sent an ambulance to my house. <laughs> 17 minutes into my new diet. I can't live like this. <laughs> I love people with sense of humor. I know. I know. That's great. Well, I think that's all the time we have today for the Hartford Edge. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Mm -hmm.